Welcome to It's a Dog's Life. I'm Brian Dickerson with Canine Hip Solutions, and joining me this week is Michelle Delaney. Michelle Delaney is the president of Big Cypress German Shepherd Rescue, and she has other activities as far as training dogs and competing with dogs. So I want to introduce Michelle Delaney. Hello. How's everybody today? If you can, why don't you give everybody a little bit of background as far as what you do with Big Cypress German Shepherd Rescue? Hi, I'm the president and the founder of Big Cypress German Shepherd Rescue located out of Naples, Florida. We've been a 501c3 for going into our sixth year um, this December. We have placed over 100 dogs per year into successful, loving homes. Um, the dogs that we mainly deal with have been abandoned, abused, neglected. Um, we get a lot of neglect cases, abuse cases. Um, we take all German Shepherd dogs, puppies, some mixes. We rehabilitate them. We, we re rehabilitate them both physically, mentally, and emotionally. And our goal, obviously, is to place them into loving, loyal companions as loyal companions into great homes as the noble breed stands for. So they are wonderful companions. And that's our goal with the Big Cypress German Shepherd Rescue. I'm assuming by the name it's limited to German Shepherds or do you have other dogs that you rescue as well? We try to stay as, as close to German Shepherds as possible. We have placed other dogs on rare occasions depending on their situations and um, the severity of moving them. We do a lot of German Shepherds that are purebred um, that end up in bad situations, end up in shelters. German Shepherds just don't do well in a shelter environment. So we try and move them. We do a lot of mixes. We pull a lot of the, the uh, mamas that are pregnant. So unfortunately, we never know who the dad is. So we end up with a lot of German Shepherd mixes. Um, so we do um, place other dogs. That's where the mixes come into because we never know what um, mom's going to surprise us with at the end of the day. With regard to the, the dogs you rescue, is it just in Southwest Florida or is it across the country? And how do you find these dogs to rescue so we have a very large outreach program where we have pulled the dogs as far as New Mexico, uh, Las Cruces, Mexico, El Paso, Texas. We've gotten several from Maine, uh, North Carolina. So our outreach is pretty far. Um, Miami is a big hub for us. Miami is overpopulated um, locally with all breeds. So we do a lot of rescue from there. So our outreach program is extensive. We, we pretty much pull dogs from all over the country. Um, and then we end up transporting on both paid transport and volunteer transport. So we have, um, we just brought in a dog Sunday, Gabrielle. She started out in Las Cruces after four nights of overnights, 28 drivers and 2000 miles. She finally made it into a foster home here. So our outreach program is very um, extensive. And, and you mentioned the foster home. How, how does the rescue work with the, the foster? I mean, all these dogs come in. What type of system do you have in place? So for the fosters, we do, we also vet our, our people to make sure that they're capable of handling a German Shepherd. Because again, a Shepherd is a working dog. So they have to have some knowledge of a working breed um, and how to handle their, their strengths and their weaknesses and how to train them for us. So the foster, we supply everything as far as a kennel, food, water, medical, we take care of all of the bills and all we ask the foster to do 
is work with the with the the dog that comes in whether it's a skittish dog make it a more sound dog if it's a a, a dog that has come in that has been starved we ask them to feed them in multiple little um, feeding sessions so we ask the foster we try and get the foster matched up to the best dog for them and then we ask the foster to bring them to the best condition that they can get them in until we can find them in home. So the foster basically just has to have an open heart an open house and some loving arms. And, and that's really all we need from the foster because we provide everything else for them. I mean, I can add from personal experience working with your great charity that you, you, you receive some dogs that do need a lot of treatment and help. How, how are you able to give those dogs the, the help from, like you said, the ones that are malnourished to the ones that have skin conditions. How do you get, give them that help? So everything is, is on a donation base. So we, whatever dog we get in, and, and as you mentioned, you have worked with us and, and your dog, Sweetie, who is now Zorro, came as one of the worst skin uh, skinny, worst dogs that we've taken in, in a long time. She was just horrendous in shape. So as, um, as we provide good, uh, food for the puppies, we make sure that they are on a high valuable uh, dog food, puppy food so that they can gain the weight. We also reach out to different companies for their, um, medical needs. And Michelle, we, we really enjoy donating our can hip solutions products to you, um, and your revenue. Every time you guys call, every time you contact us, we're willing to help. And from the derm spray, like you mentioned, has the, the flavonoids in it that helps with the inflammation, helps with the antimicrobial, antibacterial, uh, the hemp flavin itself, like you said, that we gave to Sweetie, who's now Zara. Um, that helps with the, uh, the worms that she has and just the inflammation. We're just so glad that we're able to work with your charity and be able to see how benefits um, not only the dog that we ended up rescuing, um, but, uh, other dogs that we've helped and how, how do, how do people help your, um, rescue in addition to the donation of products like we do? Is there a way that they can donate money that can help with these long, expensive trips that you're, uh, enabling? Yes, there are many ways that people can help with, with our rescue. There is, there's numerous ways. Um, fostering, fostering. We're always begging for fosters. We need fosters every single day. We have so many dogs. There's a uh, case right now in Lee County that has 11 and 12 year old dogs that are sitting behind bars because we don't have fosters for them. So fostering, if anybody could open up their house to us for two weeks, two months, a year, however long it takes for these dogs to get healthy, we sure could use fosters. Um, a lot of people are unable to foster because of some of the situations. So if you can't foster, we beg for volunteers and a volunteer is simply somebody that can run medicines back and forth to the vet or pick up a dog and take it to the, to the vet, bring it to different, um, events to meet and greets. It, it, it actually is a hands-on kind of position. Um, if you don't want to really work with dogs, which is kind of uh, very unusual for me, but um, some people don't. They just want to sit behind a computer and work on the computer. And we're so blessed to have great people like that. There's so many places we can put a volunteer that we can use volunteers all the time. Again, coming back to hours and commitments and family life, if you can't volunteer, then of course, always sponsoring a dog. If we have a dog in need, um, we'll use Sweetie. We've got Gabrielle. We've got Abby, who um, is a 
10 or 11 year old dog that is just in severe bad shape. She's got a skin infection. She's got a fungal infection. So if you wanted to sponsor a dog like that, you can simply just sponsor that dog for all of its medical cares, all of its medical treatment. Um, and if that you didn't want to sponsor a particular dog, you can just send in donations um, from our website, which is saveagermanshepherd.org. And most people spell shepherd wrong. So it's save, S-A-V-E-A-G-E-R-M-A-N-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D.org. You can make donations there. Um, there's a place where you can do monthly donations. You can do one-time donations. We also do a once a year fundraiser in March and it's, a, it's at a dance studio. So we're always looking for donation baskets or sponsors, food sponsors, beverage sponsors. So you could also sponsor our big fundraiser um, and just be a sponsor for that. So there's many ways to help out the rescue. And what I can add is um, with Canine Hemp Solutions providing the product, we have seen firsthand uh, dogs that have just been unfortunately mistreated. We had, I think it was her, she was called Allie in February, Michelle, the yes. one that had the puppies and she too had horrible skin condition. And within five weeks of being on the hemp flavin derm spray and the hemp flavin, her hair all grew back and she was back to being a happy mama. She was. She had a severe case of dermatitis, too. Um, it was amazing how quickly she bounced around. She was unable to feed her puppies for a while until we got her healthy. And within a couple of weeks, we had her right back and she looked amazing. She's doing great in her new home. The adopters absolutely love her. If you've seen her today, you wouldn't even recognize her. The dog has an amazing coat. Her eyes are shiny. She's happy. She's full of life. And in addition to doing all this rescuing with the German Shepherds, you also have taken some of the German Shepherds and you now compete with those dogs, correct? Yes, we do. We, uh, we tell, us, tell us a little bit about that, Michelle, about the competition and what you use to keep these dogs at their height performance. Absolutely. It's so much fun to watch these dogs that have had no quality of life and then just excel in anything that you ask them to. And, and I'll use one dog in particular. It's, it's a little heart dog of mine. His name's fish him, his mother and five siblings were found under a trailer in the desert in El Paso. They were transported to Naples, Florida. And now he is a dock diving in the pool water dog that is exceptional. And he's like in the top of his class where he he's made it to nationals and regionals. He made it onto an a, uh, ESPN AKC show um, online. So he went from the desert to a water dog and he's excelled so well. So it's so amazing to watch these dogs give you a hundred percent when they had like no quality of life to begin with. But saying that fish is riddled with anxiety. He can't, he doesn't ride in a car. Well, he drools. He just is really eaten up with anxiety. So we had started him on the canine calming shoes made a world of a difference. Is he a hundred percent? No, but he's at 90% good at driving. Now he actually runs in the car and wants to be in the car. He does really well on the dock. It's a totally different dog. Um, and with that, the, um, ears on the German shepherds, even though they're pointy, seem to always get infected. So we have found that the canine hemp flavin eardrops for the dogs are amazing. We haven't had any ear infections since we started using this on the other German Shepherds. And, and Michelle, that, that product is because of you. 
when you contacted us, letting us know about the dog, the German Shepherds having the, the ear issues, um, we had our chief scientists go right into figuring out what would be the best way to get the hemp flavonoids into the ears to be able to help them. And not only with your dogs, but that seems to be just a hit taken off by anybody that has dogs with ear issues. It helps them with the anti-itching aspect and the inflammation and helping them heal quickly. Yes, since we started using that on the dogs and we use that regularly, we use it before and after the jumps and then periodically throughout the, the month, we haven't had any ear infections whatsoever, which has saved us a ton of money on bringing them to the vet to get um, actual medicine for it. We just use this cleaning solution, it's great. And on the chews, tell us what you like about the chews because when we made those chews, we, we had a lot of review and looking at what's on the marketplace. And we saw so many products have all these different chemicals in them. Um, a different ingredients you can't even pronounce. So what we tried to do is just get the four or five natural ingredients, make them natural, they're soft. I mean, what do you like about the chews for your dogs? That's exactly it. They're all natural. There is nothing in here that I wouldn't put in my mouth myself. I can eat these myself. They're that natural. It just has rolled oats. It has some honey. It has the hemp extract and peanut, the peanut butter. As soon as you open up the bag, you want to take one. They smell amazing along with the CBD oils. It is just an amazing product. They smell great. The dogs don't refuse to eat them. They love them. I open up the bag and I have them all running in looking for them. Unfortunately, fish is the only one that gets them, but they love them. So it's all natural. You don't have to worry about not being able to pronounce anything because everything in here is a, is a human grade ingredient, which I love. And so with these competitive dogs, I mean, I'm assuming you have to have a special diet for them since they're traveling on the road. And like you said, sometimes they have anxiety from being in the car, but from what you've told me and what I've seen on the ESPN and, and watching your dogs, they just absolutely love to compete. They absolutely do. And they are on a pretty strict diet. I, um, I feed raw to my dogs. Uh, a lot of people aren't aboard on the raw diet, but I think the raw diet is very up the road on being natural for the dogs. So I feed a lot of raw. I take kibble with me on the side. So um, they eat raw food for nutritional value. And then we supplement it with whatever um, uh, we, we supplement it with a, um, an energy type bar so we want to make sure that they maintain a healthy weight because the worst thing for a German Shepherd or any dog is overweight. So we make sure the dogs are at a lean weight. They look good. Um, there's no extra weight on their hips or their, their knees. So a diet is very critical, making sure that you weigh out your food. If you're doing raw diet, making sure that you use an actual cup as a scoop, make sure that that's all natural uh, or all weighed out. And then also the, the, the physical components also are important. So my dogs go to a chiropractor prior to and after they get done with the jumps to make sure everything's in line. Um, we do a lot of Schutzend work. We do a lot of fast catting. We do a lot of different Frisbee. We do up dog. So my dogs do a lot of twisting and turning and, and different exercises and, and uh, different movements. So I make sure that they stay physically fit by bringing them to the chiropractor also to make sure that they, um, they're all in line with their, their spines and stuff. So that's super important also, um, you know, after, and this is another great part that I love about your product is after they're done, we have the ligament oils also that we can rub on them 
and um, help some of those muscles that are super tight. So between the chiropractor and the ligament oils, they're, they're, uh, they're pristine as far as athletes go. It sounds like if I were a dog, I'd want to come back and be your dog. They get, they get chiropractic treatment. They get all the, the good food that they can possibly get. And they get all the canine hemp solutions that they want as well. They do. They're very spoiled, but they, uh, they give me a hundred percent every single time we walk onto any training field or any competitive field. So they deserve it because they work really hard. The beauty of that is they don't even know they're competing. They just know they're there and they just want to do what's best, you know, for, for all of us. So they try a hundred percent, even on their worst day, they're giving you a hundred percent and they're so loyal and so dependable. So they deserve the best. Like with fish, how, how do you get a dog to all of a sudden want to go jump in a, a big pool of water after the toy or the stick or whatever you use them to, to throw for them. How does that, how does that come about? It's a slow process. So we start out, we started out just with a little swimming pool for him to get into, of course, saying he came from the desert. He didn't see much water out there. So we started with a kiddie pool. He loved the kiddie pool. Then we went to the next size. Then we went to the actual swimming pool, the dock diving pool, and there's a ramp in there. We spent days going off the ramp, building confidence, going in there, taking them swimming. Actually, I was in there swimming with them, just building confidence in them. And then finally, he wants that toy bad enough. He just, he'll run to the end of the dock and hop right in and he absolutely loves it. And the whole reward is them getting their toy at the end of, of the jump and then they get to swim around and play. So it's, it's a process and it takes time. It takes reassurance and it takes a lot of trust for your dog to go into something that they're really not familiar with. So there's a trust factor there. And then beyond the, uh, the, the, the pool diving, what other competitions do you have your dogs uh, competing in? So I have several dogs and, and they all compete in that. We do AKC obedience, which there's many levels. Um, that you can get involved in. It's super easy. You've got AKC obedience and rally, which is really easy. Anybody can do that. Um, if you put the time in, they also, um, obviously they do the dock diving. There's multiple um, entities out there. So they are um, involved in three different uh, disciplines where they're in the international dock diving sport. They're in North American dock diving, and they also jump in ultimate air dogs. So there's different um, disciplines that you can get into. Um, whatever's in your area, they do shoots. And so they do tracking protection and obedience again. So my dogs will go out and track. Um, I have a search dog. She goes out and actually tracks for missing people. So they're involved in that. And um, there's just so many avenues out there. Barn hunting is another fun thing. If a dog has a really good nose, um, Cheyenne loves to use her nose. So she goes looking for a little mouse in a tube for barn hunting. They absolutely love all of these sports. And it's a good bonding moment for you and your dog. And how does one learn about where these events are in a locale near them or figure out how they can get involved? So the best thing to do is if you have a local AKC club in your area, hook up with AKC and they'll have events and obedience clubs, uh, the barn hunt. They'll have a lot of different events. If you don't have anything like that, of course, a quick Google search of dock diving. You can look up dock diving, see where the pool is near you. Um, if you wanted to do some Schutzen IPG training, you could just look up protection dogs, see who has a club or who's offering training. If you wanted to um, do barn hunting, the same thing, look up, go on there and look up, but your local AKC club is probably your best bet if you have one in your area. And if not, just um, look up where those closest facilities are 
And then you're going to have to go for your training. So you have to put your time away. And the biggest thing is once you find it, you have to be committed to it. Once you're committed to it, you're going to have a beautiful relationship with your dog. Is there anything that you would change that you've done in the past as far as getting your dogs involved or one of the events over the other? I, if, if I could change anything, I would love to spend more time with them one-on-one doing the things that they love. And I would have liked to have done it before. Um, my 10-year-old and I just ran a canine biathlon 5K, which has obstacles all in it. And I wish I'd have been able to do that years ago instead of waiting until I'm older and my dog was older. I would have loved to have been able to do that years ago. He had a blast in that. They had obstacles. We had to go over A-frames. We went under the ground. We went into pools of water. We, it was all kinds of stuff. And it's so much fun to get out there with just you and your dog. And you and your dog have to work out these skills together. How are you going to get over this wall that's taller than you are and get your dog over the wall? So you got to work on tasks like that. And you and your dog work together as a team. So doing those kind of things, I wish I'd have done that earlier with my dogs. But now you know, the chance is now. So we're taking every opportunity to go and travel as much as we can do as many obstacles and as many tasks as we can go in and do as many, um, different events. It is costly though. That, that, that we have to mention big time is it is costly between the training, the traveling, the equipment. So you got, again, going back to the commitment, you have to be a hundred percent committed to bringing out the best of your dog. Well, I mean, I've seen your dog, so it's very clear that you bring out the best of your dog, especially a 10-year-old. Is it a German? That was a German Shepherd too, right? Yes, it's Thor, the 10-year-old. Thor, yeah. Yeah, Thor's 10 years old and competing. That says a lot for how you treat your dogs. Yeah, he's very spoiled. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, if anybody wants to actually see some of these pictures, we have some of the pictures of... She was called Sweetie. We adopted her, we being Canine Hemp Solutions, and she's now Zara. We also have pictures of Allie on our website, which is caninehempsolutions.com. Um, the chews, the calming chews that Michelle has mentioned is available. Um, they, they sell like crazy. They have that CBDA, as Michelle mentioned, which that's what Cornell University and their study in 2018 discovered that the dog's body actually digests the best. Um, and we use an indica to help the calming effect. Um, I, I, I'm a little biased here, but I think our products are designed to be natural and help the dog out as much as possible um, from the inflammation to the actual just making no more pain and discomfort and feeling well. Uh, before we wrap it up, Michelle, do you have anything else to say about your experience with uh, Canine Hemp Solutions and the products and specifically what they've done for your dogs? Uh, one thing, I don't know if we mentioned that Sweetie was heartworm positive when you adopted her and she is now heartworm negative and she never had any of those awful treatments. It was all by the Canine Solutions um, that we had given her, that you had given her, that had made her heartworm negative now, which I don't think anybody can even say that any other company that that is correct and the uh, the hemp flavin has uh several flavonoids which have anti-parasitic properties and with uh sweetie slash zara um she had a clear bill of health uh in may from any and all heartworms um with no heartworm medication so she's she's doing fabulous 
And like I said, Michelle, I want to get her with you and do the dock diving because she loves diving off of the, the decks and she loves just jumping for sticks. So I think she would be a natural at it. Well, we'll look forward to it. Hopefully I'll get a pool in my backyard one of these days and we'll all be able to jump and, and have fun. But um, I, I know we're um, talking about how wonderful these canine solution products are for the dogs, but also don't, um, don't turn away from what they do for humans. I've also taken my collection with me as I travel. Um, so I have my, my, my cooling spray, my derm spray. Um, so they have amazing products also for humans. So when we travel, we have our entourage of human products and canine products. They work well for all of us. Thank you for reminding me, Michelle. We got Dr. Hemp Solutions, which that's our family line or the human line of products um, that are designed with the flavonoids to help with the inflammation. And on our website or the resource page, we have all these researches, articles um, going back to uh, Dr. Barrett in 1985. And it's, it's a shame it took so long for this stuff to be able to come out in the public. But 1985, she concluded in her testing and research that uh, canaflavin A and canaflavin B were 30 times uh, better, stronger than an NSAID on helping with inflammation and pain. And I can attribute to that to using it. And you're hearing Michelle and she can do the same. No, I am just hundred percent behind the product. I think it has helped my dogs be successful in what they're um, attempting to do. I also like the way that the product has made me feel as far as being able to do these things with my 10 year old at my age, it's amazing. So I am hundred percent behind these products, love the products, think that they are keeping the dogs going. And if anybody has the opportunity to, to do two things, get some canine products and find yourself something to do with your dog and get out there and enjoy this beautiful weather with your dog and give them a hug and let them know how wonderful that dog is for you. Thank you very much, Michelle. Thank you for coming on and talking about your dogs and everything you've done. And everybody, if you can, help Big Cypress German Shepherds out. Go to their website, donate. Um, but thank you for joining us for this edition of It's a Dog's Life. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.